What's up, y'all? Good morning, guten tag, hola, all that shit. My name is Stephen Buckner, and I would like to welcome you to the ST7 Podcast. It is a beautiful, cloudy, rainy Wednesday morning in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm currently at Tumor Elementary School, and... I am here today. I'm feeling so good today. I usually don't feel good on cloudy days because it's a cloudy day. I usually get tired. I usually don't. I usually get have a rip. I usually, I'm just very lazy during cloudy days. So, um, I want to give a shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Anybody that's listening right now who wants to create their own podcast, if you got something to say, you want to vent, you want to help people. Download the Anchor app. It's free. You can distribute Anchor will distribute your podcast for you to all different platforms. You can make money from your podcast with minimal listenership, and you can edit your podcast on the phone and a computer. So I just started like three days ago. So, and I really enjoy it. Really, really enjoy it. So today, today's topic is going to be about, we got to first start by giving my condolences to the Witherspoon family. I want to say rest in peace to John Witherspoon, aka Pops. If you haven't watched Friday, next Friday, Friday after next, the Wayne's Brothers, you'll, Pops was a very good actor. He's a very good comedian, and he was a historian at that, because I remember watching one of his interviews, and he was giving so much game, so much history of the business. It's a shame that he passed today, but it's a blessing that he's going to a better place. So, rest in peace to John Witherspoon. You'll never be, you'll never be forgotten. In today's topic, I want to go towards the ladies. Excuse me, guys. I want to talk about the ladies today. Now, we are in the social media era. We are in a feminine era. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to list my women crushes of today, which is Wednesday, Women Crush Wednesday, see, my Women Crush Wednesdays, it varies, it varies from different occupations, you got Instagram models, you got porn stars, you got actresses, you got certain artists, hell, you got regular women, <sighs> excuse me, you, know, you guys know I always yawn, so, you got regular women. So, I just want to give a shout out to my crush. So, my first crush that I'm thinking of off top is Katy Perry. Katy Perry is such a beautiful white woman. Like, she is gorgeous. And I'm talking about the new age Katy Perry. The one with the short hair and stuff like that. The best Katy Perry... The Katy Perry that I fell in love with was the 2012 Grammys when she had that green dress and the cleavage was showing out. (laughs) Her hair was long. That was a gorgeous white woman. Now she's into, you know, doing all this crazy stuff and all that, (sighs) which is unnecessary. It's really unnecessary. She doesn't need to do that. But that's who I'm crushing on. That Katy Perry. She's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch in my eyes. Another woman I'm crushing on. Let's get to the porn era. Shout out to Zoe Reyes. Yes, Zoe Reyes. I was looking her up. She's Dominican, I believe. She has beautiful green eyes. She's very, very slutty. 
And she, to me, like, that's a woman who I would like to inseminate. No, I wouldn't even say that. I don't want to get her pregnant. She's a porn star. But that's a woman that I like to watch her do what she does. And eventually, once I get my shit together, if I ever meet her, I'm going to shoot my shot. You heard it first, guys. I'm going to shoot my shot with Zoe Reyes. She's, she's, she's cute. She's cute. She's slutty. She's a slutty, cute girl. You know what I mean? She look like she can take a dick. Well, all porn stars can take a dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to Zoe Reyes. That's my number two. Number three. Hmm. I would have to put, have to shout out Hennessy. Yes. Cardi B's sister. Cardi B's little sister, y'all. Hennessy. She's natural looking. And that's the thing. All these women that I'm listening, all natural. No butt done. No ass ass shots. No ass shots. No plastic surgery. Nothing fake. These are all natural ass women. But Hennessy is gorgeous compared to her sister. Her lips are perfect. She has a beauty mark right above her lip. I think it's on the right or left side. I don't know. Hair is nice. Like I, I like that. I like the way she speaks. I like that. I like that. Shout out to Hennessy. Number four on my woman crush Wednesday list. Oh, uh, who else did I have? I had somebody else, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Who else? For the sake of the argument, we're going to say Regina Hall. Regina Hall. I always thought she was gorgeous. I always thought she had a beautiful face. I like the way her face is structured. You know, she reminded me of like an old ex I used to date. Her lips are nice. Like, I want Regina Hall, the way she looks, I want my wife to look similar to that. Like, her hair is natural. Like, I like her personality. Like, she's just a gorgeous ass woman. She's a gorgeous ass woman. Number five. On my woman crush Wednesday list. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to this girl that I'm crushing on. Shout out to Miyasha Martin. She's a little mysterious, very secretive type of girl. She's 20 years old. She turned 20 yesterday. And I've been feeling her. I took her out a couple times and She's very, very... She, she, once she opens up to you, she's very talkative. And she's been through a lot. And I'm kind of like... Debating where, uh, whether... I should... Edge on... Or should I just leave her alone? Well, my parents told me to leave her alone. But at the same time... We're in an age where you gotta keep people's attention. Because... People's attention stands are short. Are short. And if she likes you, she'll come to you. That's what my parents told me. And so, one thing I've noticed, she always looks at me. If I'm talking to another girl or if I'm just standing by myself, she always looks at me. So, that lets me know that she's interested. And I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that. So, I have a decision to make, but I like the way she looks. She's natural. Hair is gorgeous. Lips is nice. I kissed her. I remember that. <laughs> she won't kiss me anymore, but it is. No, she will. She will. We're going to be, we're going to be positive. You know? I'm manifesting. But she's 20, and I'm 26, so... We'll see how that works. But shout out to Miyasha. Another woman crush Wednesday. 
I'm gonna give a shout out to Janet Chen. I met a high school crush of mine. She's an Asian, Chinese, Asian, I'm gonna say Asian, Asian woman who has nice lips. She dressed very different. One thing that attracted me was when women, what's the word I'm looking for? When women show their individuality. And back in high school, I started to see how other women will follow other women. And dudes too. But Janet was on some whole other shit. Like she was on some hipster. I'm I'm gonna wear what I wanna wear. My personality's cool. Like she hey she she was just next level. I always admired that. I admired her for that. Just women who just being themselves. And she was confident in that. She never she well, for the longest that, that I've known her, she never looked bad. She never looked sad or anything. She was just always gorgeous to me. I love I love when women are themselves that are confident and who have a nice personality that's a that's a turn on to me so shout out to Janet shout out to Janet my next one question is this I need you a singer who's a gorgeous singer I'm trying to think of the singer and I have uh You know who was really bad? You know who was gorgeous? Fucking Selena. Selena was bad. Selena was bad. I've never... Rest in peace to Selena. I listen to you say when I roll my weed up. <laughs> Shout out to ASAP Ferg. And if you're not... If you don't know what song that was, you're not hip-hop. I know what song it was. 100 million roses. But Selena, that was the first Mexican woman that I've seen that was slim thick. That was the first Mexican woman that I've seen that was slim thick. For some reason, Mexican women, they tend to be either really, really fat and short and chubby looking or really, really skinny. Like, it's a rarity when you find a Mexican woman that's in between. I'm just talking about body shapes. I ain't talking about, like, personality. But personality-wise, she she seemed very nice, energetic, soulful. And it's a shame that, you know, baby girl had to take her out. But, um, yeah. Recipes for Selena. That's my woman crush. What is it, number six? Well, six, y'all. Number six, let's see. Number six. Let's go back to the let's go back to the dark. The porn genre. Maya Buju. Maya Buju is a mixed girl, but she's a slutty mixed girl. And my black men know that mixed girls very easy to manipulate, very easy to get under them, to control, because they're mixed, they don't know who they are, hell, I know a mixed girl who went from being pro-black, to fuck men, to feminist, to poly, to everything, they just jump on whatever's the bandwagon, unfortunately. Now she's a lesbian. Feminist. And my thing is about Maya Pajou is that I love the way that she she's natural, right? All these women I've been that I've listed are all natural, y'all. All fucking natural, man. All natural. And I fuck with I fuck with the fact that She's just a slutty bitch. <laughs> she's just a slutty bitch, man. Like, she looks, she's pretty too. She's pretty. She's 
pretty. That's one of the porn stars that I want to smash. But shout out to my Uncle Drew. This is seven. Um, number seven. Candace Parker. Candace Parker is the only WNBA player that is sexy. Now, that's the only WNBA player that is bad as hell. Candace Parker is beautiful. She is beautiful. And you know what's the crazy thing is? And I don't know how true this is, but my grandparents told me that our cousin is married to Candace Parker. I don't know who cousin this is. I don't know what type of cousin this dude is. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I believe it. Because Candace Parker is gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's not manly. She still has feminine uh, traits that I like. Yeah, she can play basketball. But I'm not really, you know. I'm not really. It will be. A turn off if she had like muscle, like if she really looked like if she looked like the She Hulk, I'll be like, nah, I can't mess with that. I can't mess with that at all, man. I can't mess with that at all. <laughs> I don't want a bitch. Listen, I don't want a bitch that's stronger than me. I want a bitch that's manlier than me. I want a bitch that's feminine. I want a woman that's feminine. I want a woman that's feminine. You know, who lets me be the man. I can't stand that masculine trait. I can't stand that shit. And that's why a lot of women today have that masculine trait because it's being promoted through the women. But that's another story. Um, number eight. Shout out to Candace Parker. Number eight. I'm going to give a shout out to Liliana. Um, I met her in Kentucky, a Mexican woman. Her body's decent. I like her personality. She's a hip-hop head. She cut her hair, and I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. I don't like the little auntie cut. Everybody knows what the auntie cut is. When they, they got a taper on the sides, but it lets the front hang down. <laughs> they got a little bang that curves. You already know what I'm talking about. It's the auntie cut. And I'm not really into that. I miss what she had in long hair because she was attractive. And she does have feminine traits. Now, she's doing... Uh, she has her own art. She's following her dreams and shit. And I salute that. I salute that. Uh, number nine. I'm gonna give a shout-out to Diamond Mason. Yes, Diamond. The only bad thing about Diamond is that she's a single mother. She's a single parent. She's bad though. I like her personality. I've been flirting. Well, y'all know I work at Walmart. And I've been flirting with her. She's 23. And I've been flirting with her a little bit. And I think I'm going to try to smash Diamond and try to cuff Miyasha. Or smash Miyasha and try to cuff. It's one of the two. I think I'm going to try to smash Diamond. Or both. Shit. That's what I would do. I'm thinking. But she has a nice personality. She's a sports person. Like, women have to understand, like, I'm really into sports, and so, they have to either come to my level, or I they have to be interested at a certain, certain extent, or it's not going to work out, it's not going to work out, but, um, and number 10, Number 10 on my list, and this one probably be the last one. But this one, she's younger, she's 18. Her name is Lay. Shout out to Alasia. Alasia is a gorgeous woman. She's very self conscious, she's very insecure. I can tell that she doesn't think of herself as an attractive woman. Mr. Jackson. Okay, I had to make sure. She doesn't think of herself as an attractive woman based off the fact that she plays basketball, she works out, and she wants to be like a She-Hulk. And I'm like, you don't have to do that and all that type of stuff. 
Like, she's very cute. I call her Penny Proud. Because she reminds me of the actress, Kaya Pratt. She reminds me of her. Hey, can you go to she the, reminds um, me of her. But, um... Uh-oh. And also... So that's it. That's it. That's my top ten. That's my top ten. I gotta do an Instagram post and let them know what's going on. Um, here's the thing. There's some extras that I have that I'm starting to think of now, but I won't go to it. So, the next topic. We're talking about John Witherspoon. We're talking about next topic Chicago Bears Matt Nagy this is going to you I need you to stop being stubborn and start coaching I need you to stop being stubborn and start coaching Mitchell Trubisky I need you to stop being scared and let it fly we already know your your accuracy is low they knew that coming in. They knew that coming in. I don't know what. That's why we traded up to get you. I'm pretty sure they knew that you that you were limited. And they just use your legs like you always do. And you actually played a decent game. It's just the fact that you're so timid. For some reason, you act like you don't want to make a mistake. You're going to make a mistake. Tom Brady makes mistakes. Aaron Rodgers makes mistakes. Matthew Stafford makes mistakes. Matty Ice makes mistakes. Why do you think his name is Matty Ice? Like, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I don't know, to be honest with me, I haven't seen much of David Montgomery. Saying, oh, he's the goods, his balance is perfect. You know, he's a guy that doesn't, once he gets hit, he doesn't stop running and stuff like that. I miss Jordan Howard. I don't know about y'all, but I miss Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard was that nigga. I like the fact that we had a combination of a power back and a speedster like Tariq Cohen. I don't think we needed a small scat back slash power back like David Montgomery. I think we should have kept Jordan Howard. That's just my opinion. Allen Robinson, nothing wrong. I feel like he's having his Blake Bortles moment in part two in Chicago. Um, let's see. Defense, I love you guys. Please keep it up. I know our offense is piss poor. And they don't produce any touchdowns or any first downs and stuff like that. Please keep it up. We'll get to the playoffs. Hopefully. We'll see. And that's pretty much my rant on Chicago Bears. But if you keep up this poor offense and keep relying on the defense, we're going to be 3-13. and 13. If our defense become our offense, that's a bad move. And the team that turned it around, what people don't talk about, is New England. They just lost their Hall of Fame tight end. He retired. Josh Gordon got injured, right? And their defense last year was in last place. Last place, guys. How do you know, Steve? I tell you. Last year, I drafted their asses in fantasy. I didn't even touch them this year because I expected their defense to be like last year. But me being a dumbass and me being stubborn and me being arrogant, I said to myself, they're not going to improve. Bill Belichick said, oh, Steven, fuck you. We finna improve. And I should have known that's going to be... Their game plan is going to be exactly how they played in the Super Bowl. I should have known that because they learned it from us. They watched our game when we beat the Rams, when they were in Chicago, and Jared Goff threw four interceptions. Y'all remember that? He threw four interceptions. He was getting sacked, and Todd Gurley 
pretty much lost his confidence then because he couldn't run. We stopped the run. He couldn't throw it in nowhere. Y'all remember that? I do. I definitely do. So Chicago, let's get a quarterback next year. Let's trade for a quarterback next year. <laughs> um, yeah, either Cam Newton. I still believe in Killer Cam. I think it's a perfect time for him to rest and get his stuff together while he's doing his YouTube videos. I think um, Marcus Mariota would be a perfect fit for the Bears system. Nick Foles, Terry Bridgewater, who demolished us. Demolished us. And I'm talking about, he looked like Tom Brady when he played against us. It was so crazy. So crazy. But, hey. It is what it is. But, um. What else I have? Let's see. Let's see. Trump went to Chicago. And, uh, did his little speech. And... I don't know if Trump is a good guy or a bad guy. Every time the media shows Trump, they promote him as a bad guy. I don't know if he's going against the deep state. I don't know if he's going against his Illuminati partners. But whatever he's doing, I want him to keep doing it. Get, yeah, I don't think they're going to impeach him. I don't think they're even going to do it. I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't think I don't see anybody beating him unless they do it, unless they bought out the election. And I think that's what I that's the only way the Democratic Party can win. If they buy out the election, they have to literally buy out every single poll, every single buy it out. Cuz all to me all well, all politicians are liars to me. All potential money grabbers and all that type of stuff. The only thing I worry about is taxes. If I gotta pay taxes, then pay. And well, I always have to pay taxes. But that's the only thing that I'm doing. I'm paying taxes. I don't care about streets, all that type of stuff. <coughs> but that's just me. But Trump is really like. I see some qualities of Trump that I do like. Like, I like the fact that he doesn't give a fuck. He said whatever he wants to say, and people are in their feelings. Like, do you all remember when he called Baltimore uh, roach-infested city? And then black dude from CNN started crying because he was from Baltimore. I was dying. And I've been to Baltimore, y'all. That city's dirty. That city is dirty, y'all. That city is dirty. So he wasn't lying. There's some stuff that I agree with Trump. And then there's some stuff I'm like, eh. You know. But I still think he's a pawn in this society. Something tells me that he's still with the Illuminati. I think this is part of the Hegelian dialectic. I think they're just using him to cause chaos. And then using whoever would be the Democratic nominee to go against them as the quote-unquote savior or false prophet or antichrist. Shoot, the antichrist could be uh, Elizabeth Warren. Who knows? Who knows? People say Trump could be the antichrist. Who knows, man? Who knows? Paul knows this. When you go down, it's going to go down. That's the only thing I know. That's the only thing I know. But, um, I want to thank you guys for listening to the ST7 podcast. This is your host, Stephen Buckner, aka CDD. Um, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Um, I will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Halloween. 
I feel like I should buy something like a mask or something, you know, just to celebrate. But hey, it's the ST7 podcast. You guys have a great day, deuces. Happy Halloween, guys. This is the ST7 Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Buckner. And today is the day that we call Halloween. Yes, it is Halloween. A.K.A. the devil's birthday. A.K.A. Samhain. Samhain, whatever it's called. Right? So... I want to give a shout out to goddamn Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Uh, Anchor is an app where you can create your own podcast. You can edit. You can get it distributed to other platforms. And you get sponsorship to get paid for it. So if you got something to say, please download Anchor. And you will be satisfied. So today is... Thursday, Halloween, I hope you guys are trick-or-treating, I hope you guys are dressed up and celebrating and stuff like that, a lot of people don't celebrate Halloween based off religious values, and I get it, you know, I get it, there's a lot of rituals and traditions that goes against the Christian way or Islamic way and all that type of stuff. But, you know, me, I just look at it like this. I'm not really spiritual. So, I don't put that much power into it. I just look at it for what it is. A lot of people are dressing up costumes. And uh, people are just having fun. I wish I would have bought a costume. But... I didn't have enough money this this time. Uh, I literally didn't have enough money to... Excuse me, guys. You know I do my morning yawn. <laughs> I didn't have enough money to get a costume today. So, for today. But there are some masks I was looking at. I was looking at an old man mask. I was looking at an uh, evil clown mask. You know, some, some light. Something like, you know, to fit the Halloween spirit. Um, so, today's topic, since we're on Halloween, we're going to talk about the best Halloween songs ever. So, my list includes like two, maybe three old school songs. And what I mean by old school, I mean by like, you know... 80s, 70s, maybe 60s, uh, and then I guess you can put the 80s and 90s in there because they all come from different genres, but it, they weren't released on Halloween, some of the songs, but it had it matches the ambiance of Halloween. So the first one that I listened to was obviously the best one, in my opinion, is Thriller. Thriller is literally the best Halloween song you can listen to. Like, the intro, when you open, and Michael opens the door, and it creaks, and he's walking through the house, and it sounds like a creepy, boarded, uh, uh, wooded floor, you can hear him walking. And then it goes, do 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 and you hear the werewolves like it's it's such a great Hollywood Hollywood Halloween themed song you know like you can you can play this any and everywhere and kids start dancing to it some kids will actually cry to it because it's so scary and it came out late 80s mid to late 80s maybe in the 80s in that area very 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 maybe late 70s 
probably one of the best Halloween songs you can play. Uh, the next one. It's not a Hollywood song, but I'll put it in there because it's so creepy. Murder was the case that they gave me. And y'all saying, what? What are you talking about, dog? Hollywood? No, that's not Hollywood. Hollywood. I keep saying Hollywood. Halloween song? You're absolutely right. But you gotta look at the theme of it. Like, it's very creepy. Dre, Dr. Dre made the song, made the production very scary, very demonic, very dark. Like, it's very... And even the story. Like, if you listen to the song, he's telling you that he sold his soul to the devil in order for him to get his fame. In order for him to stay alive and do right. Like, it's such a deep story. As I look up in the sky, my mind starts racing, a tear drops in my eye, my body temperature falls, I'm shaking. Like, he's on the verge of death. I stop breathing, damn, I see demons. Dear God, I'm wondering if you save me. I can't die, my boo is about to have my baby. Like, he's really talking about, man, I guarantee you, you know how many artists are on the verge of dying, on the verge of committing suicide, but all of a sudden, they just meet this guy who comes out of nowhere, saying he wants to help him, you know, because I believe in angels and demons. I believe there's demons here on this earth. I believe there's angels here on this earth. They're just in meat suits. That's just my opinion. But um, like I said before, like this guy was on the verge of death. And he basically did a pistachio. And what's it, pistachio? He did the bargain with the devil. And got everything, got a new car, bought his mama a Benz, got his boo-boo a Jag, and got a 93L Durag. <laughs> like, he sold his soul. Like, but it's such, I like the tone of the song. And you know what's funny? He tried to make it seem like he's like, I made this song for the game makers, you know, that's in the streets. They don't have to do, this is what you have to do, you know, just to scare them off. It's just like, no, Snoop, you wrote that because that's how you sell, sell, that's how you sold your soul, period, period. And then he had a murder case, I think right after or before that. I think it might have, no, I think it was right afterwards. It might have been before. But that should let you know that he was in the dark. Speaking about in the dark, let's talk about YG's In The Dark. I think it's not a Halloween, Halloween song. It's not a Halloween-themed song. But it is. It does have its undertones. Same the same detriment. Like, this is YG's darkest song I ever heard. Like, I'm in the dark going crazy. I'm in the dark going 20 past 80. I'm in the dark. It's a movie score sleazy. I'm in the dark. That's my life been lately. Like, this is right after Nipsey Hussle passed away. And if you watch the video, my goodness. <laughs> Yo. This nigga is in the dark for real. <laughs> and let me be clear on this. Has every artist sold their soul? I would say the majority of them have. I would say the majority of them have. But it's very, very, very dark. Like the video is very satanic. They're playing in blood. They're on a Masonic. Uh, floor, mausoleum floors, the black and white, dealing with the duality. He's dancing with demons, and what he tried to do is he tried to use tequila and make it seem like he was finding his 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 I guess his addiction or alcohol or tequila. But 
real niggas know that he was fighting them demons because of what he's assigned to. <laughs> so, real niggas know what's going on. If you don't know what's going on, that's on you. But, I gotta find another one. I always feel like somebody's watching me. That's a Halloween. I put that in a Halloween theme song because that was hard. That was hard. Very, very hard. And the fact that Michael's in the background is very cool. And you can play this anywhere. You can play it in the classroom, you can play it in the car. Like, people understand. That the intro, you can hear the old piano. You know what I mean? Like, it's very creepy. Very creepy. But, um, let's see. You know what I'm gonna put? I'm going to put, I'm looking through my songs just to find out because I'm going off the top. Let's see. True. Danny Brown's Ain't It Funny How It Happened. Ain't It Funny How It Happened? Like, if you listen to the song, it sounds like chaos. It sounds like craziness. Like, it is crazy, guys. Crazy. Like, Danny Brown, that album was very good. Now that I think about it, like, that, that was a very creative, experimental album that you really had to, like, listen a couple times just to understand it. I did, and I was like, man, this shit is tight. And I'm so glad that he matured from what he used to be. Because if he didn't mature, I think he would have derailed himself artistically and just personally as an artist. But I'm going to put that in a Hollywood song because just the tone of it. A lot of these songs that, I, that I'm choosing, the tone of the song, like the whole craziness, the, the drug-ridden you know, even the video is creepy. Like, I would put that in there. I would definitely put any funny on any round in there. The next song. Let's see the next song. What's another? Oh, the legend of the fallouts. So, it's literally his how the song by Buster Rhymes, by the way. So the song is basically like a scary story about rappers falling off and buying styles and getting on quick and drying out. <laughs> can't maintain their fame. Legend of the Fall-Offs. The title speaks for itself. So the beat, the way, the way it's made, it's so creative. It's really somebody shoveling. Then you have this dark piano. Doom, boom, boom. Doom, sh, boom, boom. Doom, sh, boom. Doom, sh, boom, boom. Like, it's really creative how they make that. That scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, because I was like, the hell's a fall off? And then you have this creepy ass, like, white girl saying, Do you ever feel what life could be? Until you die. Like, it's so fucking creepy. It's so fucking creepy, but that matches Halloween. It's that tone again, guys. It's that fucking tone again, like I was telling you guys about. That tone, man. Listen. It might not, it's not Halloween theme because he's talking about falling off rappers. And then the best part about the song is the fact that. At the end, you just hear this rapper say, hey, get me out. And this nigga's like, oh, I'm telling you niggas. Now, I'm sending you to hell. 
And then you just hear him just dump the dirt. And then it just goes in there. You just hear this rapper, help, help me out, help me out. <laughs> this motherfucker's, help me out, help me out. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. Oh my God, this is, it's so creative though. That's what I like. I like it. I like that dark shit, man. I like it. I like it. Oh, man. Legend of the Followers by Buster Rhymes. That should be in there. Another one. Me personally. Approach the Danger by NWA. Should be a Hollywood Halloween song. Like, the whole... The way it's produced. That boom, boom, boom. And then you hear the scream. Ah, every time like the bass drops, you hear the ah. And I know they're talking about themselves, but like I said, it's all about the tone of the song. And it's very I like the beat. The beat is hard. It's very hard. Approach the danger is a hard ass beat. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that is right now. It's a hard ass beat. Uh, what else is a scary song? Uh, let's see. Serial Killer by Method Man and Red Man. Serial Killer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start listening to this song. <laughs> Uh, Serial killer They're literally describing the murder Literally describing the murder And then at the end I did, I guess they were in the bathroom If I can remember correctly I think they were in the bathroom And the red man's like talking Like about to torture this nigga Like it was very Scary <laughs> When I was When I was younger See, I'm still trying to figure out what's another one. I feel like I'm missing one, but shoot. Uh-huh. Abso had a song, and it went like, "I'm the brightest silver lining." Put his head in the morning. That beat is so gritty, so dark, and he's talking about, do you wish you want to go to heaven? Ain't no bitches in there. <laughs> Man, like, it, the way it's produced, like, it's very dark. I'm just looking at a lot of dark shit right now. You know what I mean? Uh, who else had a, who else had a, Scary song. I'm trying to, I'm doing this off the top too. Plus, I'm using this. Uh, I don't even have serial killer on my song. Point is in the morning. Uh, let's see. Who else had a scary ass song? Like, if I ever get famous, guys. Who knows? I just went to like a Halloween party and shit. Like a creepy Halloween party. And I want to make sure that everyone fucks with it. Let's see. You know what? You know what I'm going to put? And y'all going to look at me like I'm weird? I'm going to put Trap Niggas in there by Future. That's a dark song. That's a dark ass song. And it bumps too. It bumps too. You just talk about trap niggas. Trap niggas are scary. Y'all forgot. Trap niggas are scary. They are scary. Oh, 3 Six Mafia has some scary songs. Matter of fact, speaking of 3 Six Mafia, they were the most demonic, creative group out of Memphis. 
I'll say it again. They were the most demonic, creative group out of Memphis. And according to Coops the nigga, rest in peace, they would literally pick out the samples, like the goddamn uh, rock samples to get black people used to their music. And he was so deep into Satanism, like, based off his upbringing. And this might sound weird, but I understand it. I understand why people grow up in gangs. I I I empathize with it. Because think about it. If you're in that situation where your mom's getting beat up, you know, you're not you're not dressing well at school and shit, you know. Like you're always angry. Shit is just not going your way. You will some people tend to find peace within the devil. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I understand it. Peace with him. You know what I mean? And I'm not keeping for the devil. Trust me. I'm not keeping for any type of Luciferian, Satanist type of shit. Trust me. But what I'm saying is that from his upbringing, it made sense why he went to the dark side. Unfortunately. So for him, he was like, look, I'm going to get all you niggas to fuck with that stuff. And that's what happened because... I'm literally, if you listen to the radio right now, you just, it's 3 6 Mafia, man. It's 3 6 Mafia all over again. All over again. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, I think I'm gonna end this early. I think I'm gonna end this podcast early, y'all. This is Halloween, and I'm tired of yawning in y'all ear. And yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you guys do fuck with this, you know, fuck with this podcast, go ahead and send me some money, man. Go ahead and send me some money. We're gonna do it. Send me some money so I can spend it on these bitches. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> I'd like to thank you guys for listening to the ST7 Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Buckner, and I am out.